Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Welcome to Starving for Attention, our podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, I'll just get this right off the bat. Um, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. It's been a very loving, emotional day in the Blaze household. Of course it always is. And um, Our anniversary our was yesterday. year anniversary yeah. was yesterday in your time. Mm-hmm. But this is actually Podcast recorded time. a couple days before what is our actual anniversary. So happy anniversary. Thanks. 13 years. I thought it was 12. That's some typical sort of dude stuff right there. It is. Like um, you hate to be a meme of yourself, but sometimes you are. So this is true, uh, but we are getting away. We're going to have some fun. We're going to go up to Northern California, hang out for a little bit. I've been on the road pretty extensively for the last, uh, you know, in, in and out, like briefly in actually, but mostly out for the last uh, 10 days or so. I've been well-traveled. We've documented it a little bit. Been a fun trip. We um, stopped in a couple of my favorite cities. Yeah. One, Austin, Texas. Yeah. It's just always That's just lit. Yeah. Is it still cool. like um, all construction everywhere? Like still building or is that part of phase of that done and now like there's more people? You know, I stayed because I was uh, doing an event where, you know, I usually, um, the type of event where like we're traveling and we're, we're First of all, paying for it. I am going to interject here. I picked this you the is... most expensive of the three choices <laughs> that I was given. I- for this one. Oh, awesome. Well, I appreciate it. The hotel was great. So imagine what you could have been in. It was on the outskirts of town right next to a homeless shelter, which is fine, but that's usually kind of... When we're traveling, uh, it's what Austin. I'm saying is this. It's it, Austin. It probably was like not a homeless shelter. It's probably like the newest hipster hotel. Well played, but no, this was actually... <laughs> I spoke to my uh, Uber and driver. Um, but anyway, uh, what was I going to say? When we try... This is a good point. When we're, we're, we're like, you know, like, listen, only what? 30,000 people listen to this podcast every week, 30 to 50,000, something like that. Like, we're not superstars. Like, one day we're in the, I'm in the Four Seasons. We're getting ready to go hang out this weekend at the Ritz-Carlton. Some days it's the Four Seasons and some days right. it's the Holiday Inn and everything in between. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's life. And I think you get into trouble... Well. I think you're just in in the range or the gamut of human um, behavior when you're like, oh, someone else is paying, then I'll have the uh, lobster thermidor, mm. right? I mean, like that's kind of what it is. When we're paying, we're a little more budget. I slide a hundred dollar bill across the table if you could tell me what a lobster thermidor is. Uh, I'm not is put it a refrigerator you. for a lobster? Ah, that's well played. <laughs> uh, Jasmine gets a hundred bucks. Yes, I'm just saying. I think that's you know you're like don't say talk about it, but I think that that's kind of a, 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 an important part of like. Success. I'm not saying don't talk about your mentality. You're right. Someone else is paying. What was it? We have a classic example where it's like, oh, the meal's uh, been take picked the up. Take the Delmonico. Like, yeah. Well, it's always yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you never. <laughs> I'll take the so this, is, this is fun. So when you go to restaurants, and sometimes you know um, Richard's recognized, and and you know we're in the hospitality business, so a lot of times you know the chef will send out a gift or two. Um, every once in a while, once in a blue moon, um, usually with good, good friends, um, sometimes with strangers though, you never know. Uh, they pick up the entire meal crazy. But then at that point we kind of wish we had known that they were picking up the mm. entire meal. Right. That's some, so that's yeah. where our Delmonico, uh, I'll, uh, just put a Delmonico to go. Well, in there. that case, <laughs> can we do a few steaks for the road? Yeah. Uh, but that is life. That's true. You're yeah. absolutely right. But I, I think it's, it's important for me to sort of also like mention those things. I think we did in the, on the podcast open last week. Also, um, sometimes we go to restaurants and we have the most random, weird, awful uh, service. crazy, awful service, just like everybody else. Yes. <laughs> like the last, ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. So you're talking about a last to. family meal we had together on one of these moments where I was like in town for four or five hours and like, let's go out to eat. We won't mention the name of the restaurant, but we went to an awesome local, uh, Italian food inspired restaurant and had an incredibly, SNL worthy experience of bad service, oh, really BSing service is what it is. There's kids that yeah, listen to this now. Yeah, like just, um, you know, what you tell your kids. Like if you made a mistake, just admit own it. up to the mistake. Right. Just say, you know what? I've messed up. Yeah. So, and, I mean, and that's kind of what happened. We had one of those moments where obviously someone was trying to course out our meal at a place where you should never course out oh, your meal. Kind. You're being kind. I'm being kind. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And 
just never really remembered to send the re- the second part of the meal. Yeah. So we were sitting there and then, you know, you know, it's been a long time. It's been a real long time waiting on that chicken. Like, okay. And now you know that he's got to go push send or fire that chicken and it's chicken. Like that stuff, ta- it takes forever. So you already know, like we already know we were in for it, you know, but then uh, what did he say? What was his... Uh, he didn't want to, we had too much food on the table, but basically he forgot to order one person's meal, mine, yeah. and uh, then gave us like an excuse of, he just forgot to fire it. This, this, this happens Yeah, but, he, but his excuse was, your table was really messy. Not the case. We were 20 <laughs> minutes done with our meal. It, it yeah. was a, a clear mistake. Yeah. No manager took care of the problem. But the kicker was when we did find a manager. Yeah. And this is where this is. And we never, I mean, like rarely ever do we talk even like, I mean, sometimes a manager will come up and ask how things are and do a little table visit. But like this was like one where, you know, um, just for the benefit of the restaurant, for no other reason, did we feel like, you know, hey, just so you know, like this is what happened. And, you know, next time just, you know, mistakes are made. Like, just just say it. Yes. And uh, this led to the best part of the moment of the evening when the manager then came over and said, oh, hey, yeah. Uh, it's six o'clock. I, I just got here. I'm late because I was in the hospital. <laughs> and that was pretty much the response to just like, was, hey, things are going wrong over here. That was the cherry. And then what do you say? That was the cherry. And then as a guest, then what do we you said, say? good night. And you're like, hmm, <laughs> Have a good I hope night. you're okay. And we left. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll give that restaurant another try at some point in the future. But yeah. a pretty comical. And, and it's, an, it's another great way. It's stick in my head. Jasmine, way to like put it. One day it's, uh, you know, people taking care of you. And one day it's just the normal, you know, type of thing that happens sometimes in restaurants people make mistakes all of the time it's not usually the mistakes that you make whether it's in the restaurant or podcast world entertainment world or life you can't make any mistakes in the podcast (laughs) world. it is not the mistake it's what you do to sort of fix it or remedy it and try and move on from it yeah um i'll try and do that here with the podcast (laughs) um moving on to nashville tennessee where this podcast episode that was your next that was your Uh, first stop on the trip it was before austin texas nashville is the city where there is just cranes all over the place it is just nash vegas they call it Probably not if you're from there, though. No, probably not. I love this part. Actually, we should play this game because I don't think I'm great at it. There's like, and and we just recently also were in St. Louis and like, um, what do you call, what is, what is it, if you live in a city, what do you hate hearing? Yeah, yeah. If it was Atlanta, it's hot Atlanta. You don't say hot Atlanta. No one calls it hot Atlanta. Except Bo McMillan on this podcast, which was a great example of (laughs) like, you just don't say it. You don't call San Francisco Frisco. You also don't call it San Fran, I don't think. You don't call it San Fran. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you also call Nashville Nash Vegas. <laughs> well, I just did. So um, I made that mistake. I think on the hockey team, the Predators, their uh, logo is Smashville. Well, that makes what sense. What about St. Louis? Is it like the Lou? Because that's no, what I would want to call it. No, I think the Lou is okay. Okay, good. St. Is that like Louis. A- ATL? Like, St. Louis is not okay. Who would ever? Since you're like your 90-year-old <laughs> grandpa. Uh, I don't think also, I don't think they reference it as STL. Which, as an Atlanta uh, person, you're gotcha. like ATL. Yeah, you want to. I don't think that that's crossover. their uh, airport code. Uh, there you go. That makes sense. And they so. also uh, go by the three one two, I believe, which is of course the area code of the phone. And like that makes sense. A they lot only of places. Have one do area that. Code? What was your area code growing up? Oh well, it changed. Don't it, tell us where you grew up, but just the area code. Okay, it was eight one three while I was pretty young until probably like elementary school middle school and then it changed to 727 because of population growth mm, or okay so if you know where jasmine grew up just by her area code starving for pod giveaway yeah. we got some merch you hit us up first person on the starving for pod instagram account that can just by hearing uh, yeah. jasmine's area code let us know and you where gotta really up. know because like that change that 727 change it didn't affect everybody mm. so mm. you gotta really how specific know. do they have to be with nailing where you grew up uh, within like 10 miles Within a t- ooh, that okay, tough. Yeah. That's good. They're gonna have people. Are gonna have to do some digging on your account. They're gonna have to follow you at your own personal account <laughs> at Jasmine. I don't Blaise. think I talk about it there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but, but they, they can just ask you. Slide yeah, up in the DMs. True. Make those things happen. But we were in Nashville. We were recording um, a television show called Pickler and Ben. Sad story. They have just not been renewed for their third season. Oh, uh, Kelly Pickler and Ben Aaron, such a hard friends game, of ours, man. such a hard game. Such you know, like when game. when when they when when you have to come out there and say, hey, we didn't get renewed. Yeah. Like, but you have a couple ways to look at it. You you had, you had the perspective the other day where you're like, I wish I had a second season of a show that didn't get renewed. For those of you who have (laughs) really followed my struggles, we've had plenty of first seasons of plenty of things. And, you know, to get even to a second season is, is a, is a marathon miracle. 
in a lot of cases. They did a great yeah. job. They're going to bounce back really, yeah. really strong. And, uh, you know, it's more, though, for like what people might not understand in the TV world and maybe they do with the restaurant world. Like if you close a restaurant, like it's an emotional, massive like disappointment. Right. I mean, mm. especially if it's closing for because it didn't make enough money or whatever, there's some financial issues or just people didn't connect with the food um, or your managers are showing up, you know, at six o'clock because they've been in the hospital hospital. all day, whatever it is. um, It's sad. And I don't think a lot of people look at television crews as the way that you would look at like a restaurant family or a small business, right? Right. But the fact is, it's the same thing, right? So like if you're doing two, three, four, five seasons of a television show, you know, our friends over at Rachel Ray, I don't know, 13 seasons, 14 seasons, hundreds of shows, um, you know, and then that show doesn't get renewed, right? You're talking about hundreds of people it's uprooting yeah it's it's an uprooting right experience. that are yeah. like you know yes will they get other jobs yes but everyone in the entertainment world trust me and this is me speaking really this is me looking into a mirror all we really want is the the one gig that we can work at or the one or two things that we can do consistently no one i mean maybe i'm just speaking personally i don't mm. want to have to jump on a plane four days a week to go out there and grind and hustle and you know make try and make things happen for me if it was you know one show that i could just go to right. one set and drive there sure that would be a, a, a prime goal. So like, you know, yes, everyone bounces back, but no one really wants to There's not many people that, I mean, you know, if you count the handful of people that are probably in that boat, I mean, in the food world. Of what? Uh, like getting yeah. the opportunity to of settle just, down into yeah, like their show? Yeah, just in that. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah sure. Of course. I mean, many. it's certainly not like the, you know, hey, Rachel Ray, I just go to my studio. Hey, Guy Fieri, I just, I just right. drive to my studio every day. Yeah. And, those, and they, they travel as well. Uh, matter of fact, I just, uh, Rachel Ray, I didn't tell you, but she's like heading literally today to like Copenhagen to like hang out with Michelle Obama. Like, I mean, that's just a level of like, it's just amazing. It's amazing what they do. But anyway, my point is there's a lot of people that you don't see. And, you know, especially from the food side, even with a show like uh, a morning show, like Pickler and Ben, or, you know, there's, there's food stylists, there's people, you know, there's PAs, there's wardrobe, makeup, so many people, camera ops and audio and people in video village and uh, lawyers and everything uh, that get uprooted. So, uh, Sad. Sorry, our landscapers are right outside of our window, and our bushes just ruffled like really aggressively, like there was a velociraptor coming up on the side of the house. house, Uh, But anyway, we were in Nashville for Manit Chohan, uh, and I have to say, I have not spent a lot of time with her. Have you spent any? Yes, we did compete on a a guys' grocery games Uh, all stars uh, series. Okay, cool. But to be honest with you, no, right? Because that's like a little time between. You know, one Plus episode you're like, to the next. You know, you're like a head case during those things. So I, I'm sure whatever impression you made was probably like no, yeah. No, I, well, probably. You're right. I am a head case. Um, not only with those things, but just in general. Well, yeah, yeah. I was giving you a little. Um, but here's, here's the thing. I was smitten, blown away. You were. Impressed. You called me Manit. right up after that. I think I probably did, right? Yeah, you did. Uh, it was a busy was day for me, too, because I was grumpy yeah. going into it. I remember, yeah. right? I was like, why did we set, you're grumpy. set me up? You were grumpy like, before you even flew to, to Nashville. It you're is just, hard. You are grumpy about your schedule. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, the, the way when, when you're traveling extensively, the way we have to get podcasts is on the road, right? Where, where you are, you know, fitting them in into your schedule where you can. Or where I can, as the case yes, may be. Yes, and you, and you did and a great job. We, yeah, we scheduled this one, you know, uh, right after uh, you wrapped a show at Pickler and Ben, and right before Manit was jumping on a plane, right? So it yeah. was really wedged in for both of you. Right, and uh, so I kind of went into it a little bit grumpy, uh, as I usually do with some things Anything. when I'm busy. And uh, Manit just cheered me right up. She was amazing. It's awesome. Uh, she looks great. She's lost a lot of weight, which is now like, now it's an epidemic. I'm just saying like we <laughs> looked online this epidemic. morning. No, it's a, it is a great epidemic. It but is. like I mean we have so many friends, so awesome. many people and these are just chefs on TV. I'm I'm assuming it's trickling into also chefs who are just you know I don't know. I'm sure it'd be so. interesting to see that. Um so many chefs losing weight, right? We just saw another post today about someone else. Who, how much of lost. it is, how much of it do you think is just hand in hand with the like, you know, just the misogynist side of it and the the gluttonous side of, you know, restaurants that have gotten mm. people into trouble? that is now obviously tamped down pretty pretty rampantly, right? The drinking, the shift drinks, the... the you oh, know, so you, it up. you like, think that this is a, um, a morality? Uh, no, is, like, this is no being... I'm just saying that maybe the environment for this is, is shifted, right? So it used to be like, you know, yes, you would get a shift drink. You would go out, you know, drinking with your coworkers after work and you'd eat and you'd do all this. And now, you know, because of the climate right now, maybe people aren't doing that as much and it's shifting mentally the way they feel and... 
Mm. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I think that's great. That's a great perspective I didn't quite look at, but it does make sense, right? You know, like it it does make sense. Like what is there's just do your work and try and live a healthy life. Uh, and, and, but you know what I love about that? That's, that's why these things are really important. You know, that's why a lot of these social issues, like they, they, not only can they bring about change in that one direct thing, but like you're talking about now, like changing the health of like the physical health of the restaurant industry Mm. through, you know, social change. Right. That's a really, really interesting look. Well, I did get my degree in public health. Mm. So. Well, well, you nailed <laughs> Clearly. it. Clearly. I love that. I didn't think about it trickling down uh, in that direct way. But Minit was awesome. We got a chance to hang out in her empire. I can't even remember all the names of the restaurants um, that are. Well, we got to uh, go back and visit. That are in the specific uh, compound that mm. she runs in Nashville. But she's cool. like a, yeah, she's, she's serious restaurateur. That's awesome. Um, which, you know, I guess I should have known before we sat down. Um, her personality, effervescent, would be mm, the word. Nice. Uh, and again, and like, she's on Chopped pretty oh, frequently, is, right? Yeah. Yes. She's. You know. I mean. And, I think. I think we mentioned in the podcast over a hundred episodes of oh, just wow. her. Yeah. She's awesome. o- the original OG on Chopped. Mm, so like, cool. which also, I mean, let's. I think we probably have mentioned it on the podcast before. The the Chopped judges live uh, an, an interesting. Like they they get a lot of notoriety. From mm-hmm. that show, of course, it's a popular show, award-winning show. Yeah, uh, everyone that's on it. But those are like original judges, you yeah. know, like Manit and you know Conan and Zakarian and mm. Marcus Samuelson and Guarnaschelli and Amanda. Like mm-hmm. all of these chefs, really, uh, you know, are known for that. And it's one of the few shows. And I say this from a jealous perspective, totally. which I do a lot on the podcast. Yeah. Like their judges get credit. Yeah. Like the judges actually get a little bit more airtime than you might see on some other shows. Yes. It's not true. just, I like it. They get to, you know, they get a little bit more interaction. Uh, I think they cut into the host time, which, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I think actually Ted doesn't get enough time as right, yeah. per most shows. Yeah. Um, but kind of, I, I was blown away, blown away by her personality. Nice. She was heading to New York that night and then India. Yeah. Like if you follow have her you right now, following she might her still stories? I have. It's been, oh my it's gosh. Been, yeah. It's, it's making like, me want to like, uh, hit go her to up India and like, right now. let's go, do, well, we'll thought, go to India, but also do yeah. a project with her. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, definitely. It was, I, I watched, I think two days ago, just like a bunch of stories of street food and she was on a train and like the people serving food on the train. Like it was just, it was awesome. It was really yeah. cool. Unbelievable. Uh, and you set me up, right? Like I'm going to go to India. Well, she said. I mean, I didn't do anything for you. I said, Jasmine <laughs> wants to go to India pretty bad, like super hard. Yeah. And she was like, she has to come with me. Good. And she laid out a number of reasons why that should be the case. And I was like, uh, just to be serious, when, you know, when everyone does this, like, let's hang out, let's do something. Uh, like, I'm usually the person who's like, it never happens. Alon Hall, I apologize. This is a direct message <laughs> to you. Um, but like, you know, it's, you know, you say things like, let's get together. Let's do this thing. Um, I was like, Manit, you know, Jasmine really wants to do this. And like, I know you, like we've been talking about you and Artie going and you've talked about it with Artie. Like, let's well, go. Even when we talked about it with Artie, yeah. Artie was like, well, we'd have to get Manit. So that's I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know if like well, Manit so just. So Manit was like, we're going. Yeah. So like, that's something I, offline. You got to go jump in there with her. Excellent. I'd like to go. But if it ends up being a girl's trip, uh, that's you fine put your with wig me. On. Um, I'll put my. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I have a few. Sorry. Just leave, <laughs> leave some dead air on that. I don't. Uh, but she was, she was thrilling. I, I wish you awesome. were there. I, very, very inspiring. Rarely am I hit with a bolt of like warmth and, and energy, you know, in a podcast, especially when I walk into it, uh, being grumpy. Right. Uh, and I think we should get into it. What do you think? Let's do it. Oh, real quick before we do, um, one thing that I wanted to mention on my Twitter account, actually, mm. uh, that I think you would love, mm. um, was I, I found a tweet the other day that was like, someone was talking about me on, um, on Twitter. Okay. And they were like, hey, yeah, you know the guy, Richard Blaze. He's kind of an asshole, but in a way that works. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought huh. that maybe that should that be... That should be your ta- your byline, obviously. Right. It's like, like that- your bio, pretty much. When someone asks for a short bio, just send that. That's that's exactly what I was thinking, that that it's, should 100% it's pretty perfect. be yeah. my bio. So, I mean, rarely am I hit with this like warmth of energy, Jasmine, but amazing times with Minit. You know what else was amazing? What else? When it all began in 1564 oh. at Viapana, mm. a summer retreat for the Medici family who led the way for the Italian Renaissance. The Medici's discovered the source of Aquapana water and consistently transported it 25 miles back to Florence because of the amazing smooth taste found nowhere else. No. 
The unique flavor profile and mineral composition of Aquapana comes from its 14-year journey through the aquifer beneath the sun-drenched hills of Tuscany and creates the smoothest-tasting water, just like this reed. And we argue about who's going to go downstairs and get it from the fridge. So smooth. This unique journey creates a naturally alkaline spring water with a pH of 8.0 or higher for all of you food nerds. Aquapana can be with you for every occasion, like right now or soon as Jasmine runs downstairs to grab a bottle, whether it's a quick meal on the run, recording a podcast, a casual gathering with friends, or a more elegant meal. If you're uh, down with Aquapana, like I am, uh, it's time to uh, get some on your table, don't you think? As, as seen in the best fine dining restaurants in the world, Aquapana can help you create a special occasion at your table, experience the smooth taste of Aquapana, and make it a part of your own life's journey. Uh, to learn more, go to www.aquapana.com US. Go get some downstairs. So it, it was funny. It was really funny. But, um, but it was it. Like, that's what the sheriff was saying. He's like, did you ever think that you would be in jail? I said, I didn't, but I'm sure that my parents did. <laughs> like, with, with all my, uh, yeah, antics growing up. No, so that I was... feel like uh, I'm going to start this off because we're in Nashville and you're talking about cooking in a correctional facility. Yes. Which is a prison. Yes. Uh, like the way the Johnny Cash movie starts. Absolutely. See? There all is. epic movies. We're bringing it right back. I'm telling um, you. So, that, but you you were, you were not um, cooking for prisoners. No, okay. it was it was for the sheriffs and the entire department. Every year they do a week of uh, you know um, it's it's an employee building um, week, and so they were doing the health fair today. So I was going and teaching them how to make healthy food mm. with spices, so that they can you know so that they're not put off by healthy food yeah does well, that make sense well it's a good segue too because you look amazing thank you so like, do you so well thank you like i just shaved my beard though no you so i went like, to a weird goatee and we just shave facial hair off for a guy it makes it look like you lost a couple ah, okay okay maybe <laughs> but, i should do the same thing but what are you, you i mean what are you you're are you doing something like are you i am some sort of i um i pretty much over the last year i lost 50 pounds congratulations yeah it was, I've lost it was like amazing 70 over 10 i can yeah, yeah i mean from the last time that i saw you you yeah. are like dwindling. Yeah, the last you were chopping me. I think the last time. Was I think it? Maybe no, even no, the last no, 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 no. We did, okay. we did, uh, we did. Uh, guys, right. grow straight. That's right. That's okay. what we did. Yeah. That's, um, I just want to get out that there out there that I think you have personally chopped me. Just, no, I don't think no, I have. Okay. No, it right. wasn't That's just me. A dream I have. It was a dream. It wasn't okay. me. It wasn't me. You fair did enough, it all by enough. yourself. Fair fair <laughs> it's just your that. voice is to I feel like you're the. You give me. My voice gives you nightmares. No, no, like like authority. Your voice has the authority. So your, fitness, your fitness plan. So basically, I have been following my fitness plan because, you know, as chefs, it is so difficult to um, to cut out an entire food group from your diet because we eat for a living. We cook for a living. Yeah. So to me, I started looking, I started researching and I'm like, I can't do keto. I can't do vegan. Mm. I can't do all of this because that would mean that I will not be able to taste. And that's what I do for a living. This is true. So all I did was... Um, Portion control. So 1,200 calories a day. Uh, now I don't do that, but I did it for a, a year because that's that was when I was in you know weight loss mode. Right now I am on you know survival mode. Uh, <laughs> survival. Yeah, which so is 1,500 calories. Okay. <laughs> so I get up in the morning. The first thing I do is I, mean, I that's enter. Three, that's three bananas. The difference between 12 and 1,500 calories. Pretty that's much. I count. Pretty much. Yeah. But that's what I do. Like I get up in the morning. The first thing I log in is my two glasses of wine and my two lint chocolates. And then whatever is left, you that's know, That's great. Just absolutely. knowing that at some point in the day, yes. those things are going to Just happen. get it out of the way. I love that. So you haven't even like given up the things that you truly like love. They're, that can really make a difference in your happiness in a day. Absolutely. Like a, like a bite of chocolate for me does that. Absolutely. I and love it's that. logged. Okay. So that is and, it. And then 10,000 steps. And, and Okay. Okay. So there's another part to it. Yes. So 10,000 steps. That's, um, I mean, you're in New York a lot. I because am. Because you're filming all the time. Yes. You're filming Chopped. But that's, a, you know, I guess, is Nashville foot it's not a, traffic it, friendly? No, it's, it's not. not really, it's right? not foot uh, traffic friendly. So I have to, like, I have to make the conscious effort of making sure if I'm going to the grocery store, it's the last parking, uh, you know, uh, space. And I walk all the way and back. So... Uh, even right now, uh, you know, I if it's it's so funny. Uh, all the three restaurants are connected, mm-hmm. and it's very if you know the shortcut, it's very easy from here to go to Tanso. I make it a point that I go down, I go around the block, and then enter from the yes. back door. So I know that another hundred steps. Yes, yeah. got it. You got a little bit, so you're a number counter. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, and you so you, and you know exactly probably then. 
if it's a night of you being in the restaurants? Yeah. How many how many thousands of steps do you do? A couple thousand. Uh, I, right? I think um, just checking in. Absolutely. Uh, I'm like on an average, uh, ten to twelve I can do, and then when I'm in New York, then it goes. Yeah. To, I, so I do miles, which I guess I'm how many thousand? Three point seven. 3.71 miles. You are a number two. Okay. <laughs> right. So when I'm in New York, though, I when, don't do any. I try and walk or run right. everywhere. Wow. And I know it's such like a busy city, but I'll, I put in a, literally a half marathon of miles. That's I, amazing. Just walking. Like in a day of being in New York, you know, filming downtown, staying uptown, whatever it is, I can put in and the a interesting, lot of miles. Yeah, the interesting part is you don't realize it in New York. Because it's like, oh, it's right over there. It seems more tedious taking a car or an Uber or a cab than walking. It seems like you get to a place faster if you're walking. I feel like also it's the um, the visual stimulation that you have yeah. in like a New York. True, true. Where you can see other things that are happening. And boom, boom, and the sounds, right, the, the noises. Next, the next yeah. thing you know, all of a sudden, you know, you've put in five miles. I know. Um, you know, it sounds so. you make it sound so simple, which is kind of, I think, the thing about... Fitness is that it is. It is simple. Portion control. Yeah, portion control. That's really all it is. I just, I felt like, I felt like such a, like, I'm like, duh. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so simple, right? But I'm like, why did it take so long for me to figure this out? And now also, I know that whenever I go for dinners, you know, if they are like crazy dinners, because when it's a group of all of us, one of everything does end up on the table, right? But I, I know that if I have a dinner, then I probably am going to restrict whatever I'm eating the whole day. I'm like, you know, I'll start with celery. I'll just... Mm. My, you're not, biggest, you're... my biggest thing that I gave up was my chai. Okay. Because it had to have its agave mm. and the milk. Okay, and before so, you know it, it's 200 in, calories. In all fairness, you're going to lose respect for me. But I have had to do the total cutout, right? Uh, meaning like I just came off of six weeks. No added sugar, no flour, no dairy. That's amazing. Now... In the restaurants, I can kind of, this is an interesting question for someone who's on TV, but also like an actual chef who's in restaurants. In the restaurants, I can kind of get away with it, mostly because other chefs have been there for years and I know what things look like. Where I can't get away from it is on the TV set. Yes. Yes. Doesn't it burn you a little bit? As someone who might be like, you know, watching what they eat, and and this is kind of unfair, and this is going to, you know, this is unfair to some chop contestants and people that I've judged on so many different television shows, but like... Aren't you eating something sometimes and you're like, another mustard cream sauce? I don't need the 50 yeah. calories I, of this spoon. So true. <laughs> so true. So true. And it's like, I think the worst is when you're, um, uh, those bread puddings. Oh my oh, God. See, like, see, that's the thing about, Ugh. well, I guess it's all shows, but it's, are, are, what, bread pudding, are there any other dishes that are just like as a chopped, like icon judge, which is what you are, that you're just uh. like, here comes another one of these. Here comes another melty you know ice cream. Not, not <laughs> recently. Right. I think it's so interesting. Initially, it used to be there were a lot of repetition that was going on. Mm-hmm. But recently, I mean, everybody who comes, they do their homework. And it is so interesting, right? Like, they Ooh. are, they, it's such a global approach right now that it makes it very exciting. It's not a successful global approach, right, 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 but right. it is a global approach. It, so do you think, like, I would do this if I got the call to go compete on Chopped, and I would actually probably write, you're a numbers person as well, I would probably write, like, a chart and graph, like a Wolf of Manitz there. I know she likes this because I'm a fan of the show. And if like Scott Conan's there or someone else, if, if Cornishelli's there, I know what they're into. Do you feel like there are cooks on the show now who are yes, doing yes. that? Like I need to ramp up the spice or I need to you know, watch the salt or whatever it is? Yes, but um, the interesting part is that all of us, we do have personal preferences. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with cooking, it, it all boils down to the same thing. You know, I mean, you know what good food is. I know what good food is, right? So they are, it's actually detrimental to a lot of people because they're like, oh, Manit is there. And then they just go crazy with the spice and they yeah, get the so spice. Yeah, so that's what it is. And is then that, they it, don't treat it properly. And then it makes me even more pissed than right. it should. I'm like, just add heat. That's all that you need. Right. Like, but it's, like it's you'll crazy. be more impressed with salt, pepper, and a yeah. little bit of acidity oh, yeah. Absolutely. than you will with the mastery of the spice game. Absolutely. But Absolutely. being known as like, the Spice Queen, perhaps. Yeah, it does. And I think it just does them more disservice than, than service. I'm like, uh, okay, no, just do your food. Cook your food. And we always tell them that don't, don't, you're not cooking for me. You're not cooking for Alex. You're not cooking for Mark or uh, Chris. 
cook for when yourself. You cook for your, there you go. And just be the best at it. And mm. we will see that. And I think that is something which uh, more people should realize. We haven't judged. I don't think we've judged anything to get no, judged anything together, no, which is competed. sad. We've competed. I, I know, we it would I be know. so fun. Um, who do you find uh, in the judging game? And we're all friends, to be clear. <laughs> Check this up. Who is someone who usually plays your foil on Chopped? Like, I know, like, Antonio LaFaso is a friend of mine. If she's sitting next to me, whatever she says, for the most part, I'm going to say the exact opposite just because we're friends and I'm always going right. to play the other side of right. the story. Not, not really. No, okay. I mean, I don't think there are anybody... I mean, there are times that we do have arguments which we are very passionate about. Mm-hmm. We are like, you know what? No, this will not work. And we do, we do have... And then, then the producers come in and then the directors and then we have this discussion and then we break it down. I think with 10 years, we've realized that we've... 10 years? Yeah, it's been 10 years. Can you believe it? We've realized that there are times that it just comes down to, you know... Taste, creativity, you know, uh, the, <laughs> the utilization, and then at times you're like, yeah, you know what, you're right. I see your point, but uh, but no, there there has there isn't one person per se. Yeah, there no. isn't. Um, well, so you're the so then you play the good cop. No, no, no. Are you there know, any so bad funny. cops of the chop judges? Um, I think all of you us have the are... stern bad cop look. I feel like you, you know, can you, you can so shoot laser beams. It's so interesting. People like. people tell me I say as it is. I don't, I don't mince my words, uh, but I do start off with like, hey, it was so great. I love this, but this didn't oh. work at all. Do you, but right? do you change up the cadence every once in a while? Because then they get, I like to sort of play that game where it's like, I, you know, I, I, I loved, you know, like, yeah. but then I really didn't like it. Sort of take the contestant down a different road. May, there there the are times, through. there are times, and I think you know it, right? It's how you, it's. It's how the contestant will react. It's, mm-hmm. it's how the chef will react because at times I'll be like, "What were you thinking?" Oh, so yeah, and, so you and, are. And tough. then they would be like, "This is what we were thinking." I'm like, "What uh-huh. a great thought!" Ah, and then yeah, they're like, "There you go. That's it. Yeah. <gasps> what, what just happened?" Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it makes for good the TV. Old, the old curveball. Yeah. Is there a word that you know that you use in your vocabulary as a judge that is not a good thing? Like for me, as a contestant, usually if a judge says. That your thing is interesting. <laughs> interesting never usually. I, you know what? I love the word. Delicious. I love the word interesting because yes. when I came from India, mm-hmm. you know, interesting is actually had a really good uh, connotation okay. right over there. And then you come over here, and it took me a couple of years to realize that interesting is okay, so not it, really a good word. But that's a, that's that's a interesting point because when you say it then it's actually probably a good Uh, thing no now I think I've gotten it Uh, I think (laughs) right around the time that I actually got the SNL humor was the time that I realized that that interesting is um, is not really a good word Um, do I um, I'm sure I'm sure there are a lot of things that so I hate seeing myself uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know when I'm judging I hate I hate because I'm like constantly well at this point you're also not watching it yeah that's true how many episodes have you personally Roundabout, have you been on and shot? I think it'll be over a hundred yeah, or so, it's right? Be. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, but it is. It's so. It's so funny. I don't. I should. I know because I know that I will. I will get va- valuable critique about myself. But then I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, my voice, my this, my that. So I, I obsess a lot about that. So I don't do it as much as I should. And if I did, I know that I would. Uh, like I know that I use the word absolutely a lot mm-hmm. only because one of my guests when I was doing a cooking class she was like absolutely Manith and I'm like ha huh. nice okay I use that often so yeah I think that's what it was you, you find that those, that, that's the word yeah. that you use a lot yeah I do hey everyone 60 seconds that's exactly how long this commercial lasts you know what else you can do in about a minute Get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home or car that you have before you sell it at True Car. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. 
Can't get enough Richard Blaze? Then take a listen to any of Podcast One's other fantastic food shows. Every Wednesday, Michelle Davis and Matt Holloway of Forked Up, a Thug Kitchen podcast, serve up their own brand of food, politics, and pop culture. And chef Rick Bayless and food journalist Steve Delinsky team up every Wednesday to travel the globe while tackling food trends on The Feed. Check out Thug Kitchen and The Feed every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. So you're heading to New York to film. This is the 10th, 11th year, which means 20 seasons, right? Well, whatever. Hell yeah, season, I think 45, 46 or something of that sort. And how many episodes? That's now that's near, th- it's, is it 1,000? Yeah, were, it's got to we be close. Like 700 yeah. recently. We were discussing like the that there were 1,000, yeah. Like. It's got to be nearing 1,000. 1,000 some, yeah. It's just, it's so interesting. We keep on hearing these numbers and you're like, didn't we just celebrate the 500th mm. episode like with the cake and stuff? And now it's it's interesting. Do you remember your? It's interesting. Do you remember your first episode? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, well well so played. vividly, so vividly. Okay. And um, my uh, co-judges were um, Chris and uh, Chris Santos and uh, Scott Conan. And um, so I always joke with them. I'm like, you guys were my first. Like I hope you guys realize that. Chris has, since day one, like Mm -hmm. I always, um, Mark, I I was doing, uh, you know, a podcast in which they're like, who's your favorite judge? And I'm like, Chris is. And Mark heard that because I'm like, which other chop judge is going to take the time to listen? Right. And he came, he's like, really? He's your favorite? Really? This is Murphy. Mark Murphy. Really? So now I'm like, Chris and Mark are my favorite, but I love everybody. That's amazing. I have a great Chris Santos story. We don't know each other well. We've seen each other in passing, and of course, I have a ton of respect for him. But I was doing this event recently, and someone comes up to me, and it's like his old, adorable lady. It's at the end of my show, and she's like, oh, you're on Food Network. That's amazing. Do you get to hang out with any, you know, big food network celebrities? Now, first of all, you're like ego crushed, right? Yeah, because they're like, like they I, hang out like, with me, right? Like, okay, like I'm they I, get I, to I, hang I'm out not, with a big. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, minute level, but like I'm on the network, so like, me too. so th- now when when she says that though, when she's a big celebrity, so I'm like, okay, this is where the next thing is. Have you met Guy Fieri? Have right. do you hang out with Bobby Flay? And she goes, you know, like the big celebrities, like Chris Santos. <laughs> And like, I love Chris too, but like, I was like, that made me feel even worse because, you know, I, I, it's, you, you know what I'm saying. And I, and I love everyone that we get to play with, but that was just, but I'll tell you the, the funnest Arthi and I, we always, do you know that people confuse us? Well, like I, I can understand it. You can? No. Because we no, can't. I don't, I can't understand it. I'm trying to put myself in like someone's shoes. It is hilarious. I mean, it, I mean. You know, when like, we, when yeah. we competed, that was the first time that I had actually gotten to hang out with Arthi. I mean, we have been in touch, etc. Finally, we were like, and this is, they were like. She's like, do you know the number of people who come and tell me, I love you and chopped? I said, do you know the number of people who come and tell me, I absolutely love you? You know, I was on Guy's Grocery. So we took a selfie and we posted it saying that we are not the same person. That's good. Right? Yes. Then I did a, um, uh, I, I did um, a Pickler and Ben mm-hmm. um, live, um, live Facebook with Matt Eisenham, right? And mm-hmm. we were like having such a blast. And then, you know, it's live, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I go back in the night, you know, I'm going through all the comments and then it's written, Manit Chauhan, right? Yeah. And it's written over there, Arti, you did such a great job. <laughs> I'm like, what the f- I'm like, I love Arti. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be confused by, you know, by anybody other than Arti, but... Come on. Yeah, it happens to... I mean, listen, you're two Indian ladies with an accent, right? I mean, this is... Any Indian lady would have an accent. Like, I I would say you have an accent. This is true, right. You're... you're, (laughs) What I'm saying is people... You know how many times people have thought that I'm Bobby Flay? (laughs) What I'm saying is... You're like, yes, you can send the contract over to me. Exactly, yeah. Send send the racehorses to me. (laughs) What I'm saying is, what, two pale white dudes? Like, what is the... Like, we look nothing... Like... So I get it in that sense yeah, that like there are people that confuse me with Rick Bayless. I've been at an airport going through TSA. Someone's looking at my ID and they're like, I love your, I love your brother, Skip. Which, first of all, is Rick Bayless's brother, Skip Bayless, who does sports. <laughs> Even if I was Rick ba- Bayless, why would you not just say you love me and, and not my brother? But anyway, you're looking at my ID and Bayless and Blaze are similar phonetically. 
So like people just I love that. That people is people are silly. By the way, I don't know. I, we probably you, you, we probably can't talk about it, so we can't get into it. But Artie was telling me about an idea that you two were pitching that I absolutely am in love with, and like I just think like we are ready for. I, again, I can't say it, but like we are, it's a redo of a show, and it's just on point and on trend, and with two of my favorite people. Oh my and God. I hope that happens. I I hope it does. I mean, I think it's so fun, and I mean I. Uh, Arti and I, we have a really crazy, like, she's, she keeps on trying to, like, walk me, uh, you know, off the ledge, where I'm like, wee, and she's like, simmer down, simmer down. We've got, we've got, like, the most amazing equation going on, so I I just hope that somebody sees that. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to work. I feel like it's going to work, and when she told me about it, I was all about it. Um, Do you, are you okay being identified as like chopped judge or does like, you know, restaurateur, chef extraordinaire or TV personality? It doesn't matter to you. doesn't matter. Okay. The most important thing is that I'm recognized as a mom. And I think that's, Ooh. that's the, that's, that's the most important thing. Everything else I think is an extension of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I, I think one thing which I've realized fairly um, recently is I live in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if you ask me what is going to happen in India, everything is planned. I'll figure it out and I'll immerse myself in the moment on Friday, mm-hmm. not today. So right now, this is what is important because I just, I realized that all I was doing was worrying about tomorrow or about yesterday and I wasn't living in the moment. And I'm like, beep that. I am, have this you, is it. Have you always been, because I am, this is where now I'm, trying to get some advice from you just so you know that this is now becomes the therapy session for richard blaze where you always I get the couch why yes. don't you lie down tell me how you feel uh, well i'm not an in the moment person like and my wife who i mentioned does lots of yoga and is much more in tuned to the you know the, the world and the right. moon and all that sort of stuff right knows that and like i am like like when i came over here I'm, I'm, i was 10 minutes late i'm never late oh my god so like it freaked me i sent two emails i don't do that I am exactly the same. Like if like I have a call at four and somebody doesn't call me, I'm like, hi, weren't we supposed... I was just picking up the phone. I, that OCD I get from my dad. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's not... So, but you don't... Is, that doesn't... Like for me though, that's anxiety. And I feel like anxiety is not really great for in the moment. Or is it okay to like be in the moment with some stress? I, I, you know what? I, I live with stress. This? Right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the bill later okay, on. Don't you worry. I, I thrive under stress. I want... I am the kind of person, like, I am not Zen. Mm-hmm. There is nothing about me which is Zen, okay. right? Like, no yoga, no meditation, no. Okay. I am the kind of person who No mindfulness, who no ocean no. waves no. before you go to bed. No, okay. oh my God, no. It's, it's I am like, I am like, <laughs> orange is the new black. That, right. that, that is my, like... The window my, open in New York City so you can hear the cars Absolutely. As like, okay, when right. I moved over here, I'm like, oh my God, this is so silent. How will I go mm. to sleep? But I thrive in you know uh, under chaos and then I set up I set up these really impossible um, situations for myself for for example last year I've got to tell you this week is going to be pretty much like that but last last year I flew from here to do the Sundance uh, like the director's cut uh, dinner over there Mm -hmm. from there I went to Mohegan Suns from Mohegan Suns our event finished at 12 o'clock in the night we drove to Newark from Newark, I took a flight to uh, Chicago. From Chicago, I took a flight to Shanghai. From Shanghai, I took a flight to Hong Kong. I was working in between. Yeah. From uh, Hong Kong to Dallas. Dallas, I came in the evening um, just to say hi to the kids because I hadn't seen them for a week. And then just turned around, got on a flight back to New York for three days. It gave me such a high Mm-hmm. If one flight would have been delayed, I would have been so screwed, mm-hmm. right? But just the fact that everything fell into place was just absolutely incredible. Also, I mean, let's be honest, when you're doing that, it's like a sign of success, right? So you're feeling, you're feeling good about the way things are going. Because if you're hopping on a plane, it's, it's for work for the absolutely. most part, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And then like I'm like in uh, the American Airlines office and I'm like just like, oh, I had gone to design menus right. with them. So I'm passed out over there and these guys like now... They're all good friends, so they're taking photographs of me, and they're like, Manit, we are going to use that. I'm right. like, You're like, hey, I've been, on, I've been jet-setting across exactly. the globe. Exactly. So you mentioned you get home to see the kids. Yes. So how, how challenging, as, as a parent, how challenging is that for you? Like, how do you balance that? So I have schedule similar, maybe not as quite as international. I'll be at the Holiday Inn Express in Austin tomorrow. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> not as much jet setting. Well, well uh, I'll be in the holiday, holiday in, 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 um, in India well, right now. Um, but like I always say when people are like, well, how do you do it with your kids? For me, it's like, well, chunks of time. Like if I'm not around for seven or eight days, then I know that we're going to have four or five days where I'll, you know, be really there. You know what has like people, they ask me this constantly. And um, the first thing I tell them that this is their normal Mm-hmm. right yeah this is their normal it's to them they've never had a mom who's been you know at home the entire day and you know who's been with them this is their normal right this is what they have grown up with when my when my daughter was six months i put her in a baby brawn and i was off to india like you know like we were traveling we were doing the first part of the book at that time and it was ridiculous and and challenging but um but now i have a seven-year-old who can walk into a room like we do pop-ups over here. She would walk into the room and greet the entire room. I could not do that till the time I was 21. I did not have that confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, My son, on the other hand, um, uh, decided to be born three months early the day we opened the restaurant. So he was... Kids. uh, Kids, seriously. He (laughs) wanted to join the party, but uh, didn't realize that he couldn't. He was in the NICU for three months. So we are slightly more protective of him because he's been in the hospital for three mm-hmm. months. You know, we are like constantly making sure that his immunity is good, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But then we are like, you know, we travel with them all the time. But like right last week was um, spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, I had just come back after 10 days of traveling. They were with me. In the car, we're going to work. They walk in. They, they think they're the bosses over here. I've been convincing is... my daughter. She needs to start washing dishes. <laughs> she keeps saying no. She's selling Girl Scout cookies somewhere. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think and they get to is... try. They get to piggyback on some of these trips. Some of them, absolutely. For, and for me, I feel like that's the best part for our ki- for for my kids. It's like wow, I was I didn't go on a plane till I was. 20 years old or exactly. whatever it was. Exactly. And our, you know, our kids are, you know, traveling, you know, sometimes the world getting a, a, all these amazing, you know, cultural experiences. And even for, for like, for my kids, we live in a sleepy beach town. They get to walk down the street oh in New York city. God. It's like big life lessons. It's like, amazing. Yeah. And it's like, seriously, like, uh, um, every year Disney. Yes. Like this is the only reason why I'm doing Disney I, is, is like, See? I have my Disney right? band on exactly. right now because I am a kid at heart and I'm exactly. just going to let it dissolve and, off my but, wrist. But that's the fun part about it. Like uh, Disney and I'm like, I do it for the kids and I'm like, Avatar! Same way. Okay, so you're talking about Disney Epcot and I will be there this fall as well. Oh, okay. We've got to coordinate dates if we the are there. It is the best ride in not only Disney amazing. World, Disneyland. It is the Avatar the whole, ride. Is they are, they, it's like control. so cool. You don't get it's scared like, when the big, uh, when the whale jumps out. Absolutely. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> It's so cool. Like Soren was amazing, but now the Avatar, it's like, oh, it's it's, so amazing. Yeah, it's Soren on, you know, acid. I was going to say steroids, but it's pretty much more acid. That's although that's not very Disney (laughs) and they have sponsored us before. Uh, Manit Chohan, you're awesome. I know that you're super busy. You're jumping on a flight tonight to New York City. Near the halfway part of the podcast, we like to play games. Are you down for a a little Always. Okay, so this one I I just wrote, so I'm hoping that it comes off really well. But it's going to need a pro like yourself, a television pro, to be able to play this game. So you know that on a show like Chopped, um, sometimes there's lots of branded food that is being used in the mystery basket. No, you didn't. (laughs) I don't even know if you know where going. But... As a judge or a host, you're not allowed to say the name of the brand. So in this game, this game is called It's Greeked to Me, which in uh, the television business means that a product has been, you know, basically taped off so that you don't know what it is, even though you kind of know what it is as the viewer, Yes, just for legal purposes. So I'm going to name to you the ingredient. In the way I'm that so um, bad at this. in the way that a producer would tell you yes. what to call it, yes. you have to tell me what the brand is. Oh God, no! So okay. it's reverse. Okay, <sighs> so uh, we'll start maybe with a uh, with an easy one. Okay, um, this is uh, the producer's telling you. Oh, look, look, look over there, Minnie. The contestant is using some of that lemon lime carbonated beverage. Sprite. See, there we go. It's not Greeks <laughs> to Minnie She got it. And quick, by the way, we're not on a time clock. <laughs> But I can see how competitive you are. Like, Sprite. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Sprite. Okay. Ding. Next one. Oh, uh, look over there. That <laughs> contestant, they're crumbling up some ridged potato chips. Some, uh, Lays. Um, uh, what's what is the ridge? It's, the, uh, it's not a ridge. It's a... Uh, 
uh, you the, do the, the a uh, dance potato waves uh, um, ruffles we'll get ruffles we'll yes. one for one no big yes. deal no big deal okay well, this one's gonna be hard Minnie to uh-oh. work out of their chopped uh-oh. basket uh-oh. it's fizzy popping candy it pops in your mouth uh, the what is it um, uh, rock rock um, yes rock candy yes uh, yes uh, pop rocks pop rocks pop rocks, pop rocks. which is crazy because <laughs> I just I'm going I'm, I'm meeting my nephews yeah. in India and I just went and got like six packs of pop uh, pop rocks for them oh yeah amazing and then one went, of my favorite like things so, of all time especially crazy. now you can buy them unflavored and you can oh my like, god I, i'm the contestant that does silly things like Seriously, that like, i put it in i put it in drinks i do these gulab jamuns uh, uh like uh, gulab jamun pops mm-hmm. which are like so make the gulab jamuns let them drain and then um dip them in chocolate and then put the pop rocks on it it's like you Oh, see, so I love cool. that. But you've so played cool. this game. So again, these are probably when a lot of people ask, is everything reality? And the answer is yes. Yes. 99% of everything is reality. Unless you say the name of one of these brands sometimes. <laughs> and then you have to go back and, and pick up. Do it all over again. Yeah. potato chips. Okay, here we go. Next one. Whipped marshmallow spread. What are they going to do with that over there? It's whipped fluff. marshmallows. Fluff. Fluff. Just on top of it. Okay. <laughs> this one happens in probably half of the episodes of Chopped. This is a very common one. So, like, this is going to be quick. Are you ready for, to be Twinkies. quick with this one? Well, <laughs> <laughs> nice. What would you... I don't have Twinkies on here. What would the producer tell I you to call cream, this? I think cream-filled cakes. Cream-filled, cream-filled cakes. Cream-filled cakes. <laughs> Perfect. By the way, I did text Artie before this, and she added some of these. Uh-oh. Okay. Artie, um, I love you. I hope you gave easy ones to me. Well, this one, I know this ingredient is, is awesome on toast. Some of that chocolate hazelnut spread. Nutella. Yes. That's, isn't that one of the most oh common ones? Oh, my God. So good. By the way, this is also my way of just trying to get sponsors <laughs> for the podcast. Okay. Um, th- this is, uh, you know, wow. This, this is a crazy basket. It's got a piece of fish in it. There's some bone marrow in there. And there's some aged vegetable yeast spread. Uh, um, Marmite Yes Marmite Yes The Marmite The Vegemite <laughs> Vegemite the Yes um, Okay you're, you're really good at this yes. game Obviously um, This one's pretty vague But we are here in Nashville I guess this kind of works <laughs> Oh look at that They have some of that uh, Very popular Tennessee whiskey uh, Tennessee whiskey is Tennessee it, whiskey it, it, is I, Jack Daniels Yes There you yes. go Boom Okay um, You're really doing this good We should be a team um, This <laughs> one is a, a sponsored episode of Chopped um, That is a special burger over there The uh, the two all beef patties Special sauce uh, Pickles, cheese, lettuce On a sesame seed bun oh, I'm McDonald's? Yeah it's, 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 it's a burger from there Whoop, uh, A Whopper? No, see, this is proving that you're a real chef and that I eat fast food. <laughs> We've done that. It's a Big Mac. It's, Big Mac, yes. Don't worry. It just yes. Mean, that just means you're a chef. I was, I was going to, I was going to uh, uh, say uh, Shahi Burger because in India, McDonald's sells a Shahi Burger, which is made of lamb because you can't sell beef in India. Oh, I love and that. it's so good. It's got Indian spices in it. Can you bring when some you come, uh, No, I think it'll be bad by the time. Uh, because it's sense. barely good by the time that. we eat it. But when you come to India with me, I am going to take you to McDonald's. Okay. I, I'm down. First let's of all. do it. Um, It'll be so fun. And I'm also one of these people. Though, that was like, hey, when someone's like, ah, come, t- uh, let's do this together. I'm gonna follow up with. Oh you. my god, please do because please. the last time, like, I was like, I told my friend Jody, I'm like, let's go to India. Six months we were in India. Okay. And now we are right. writing we a book share together. The same manager. Yes. Too. Okay. So you know awesome. that this could happen. Okay. Look over there. I don't know how they're gonna utilize this one. Those crispy convenience store dehydrated onions. One of my uh, personal favorites. What is that? What is that called? Uh, Funyuns. Yes, Funyuns <laughs> for the win. I thought I thought I was going to get you on that one. Um, this one I didn't even have. This would be a tough one for the uh, for the producers. But um, how are they going to incorporate the aluminum <laughs> compartment trade dinner? You know, the it's it's an TV dinners. <laughs> yes, but how would they? How would you even say that one? That one was a total foul of mine. I'm going to cut that one off. Frozen, but, but uh, TV dinners are not a. It's not a brand. You can say frozen TV dinner. Can you say, can TV, say, can you say TV dinner? I, I don't, don't know. know. I'll ask them ask tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll like, go and do that. Absolutely. Um, will they be able to make a crust with those cheese-filled pretzels? What are the cheese-filled cheese filled pretzels? pretzels? Little tiny guys. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. I can. Uh, I'm a child ra- of the ra- late '80s. Uh, yeah, and I didn't grow up over here, so uh, a lot of the oh, riders. Uh, no, combos. it's not. Uh, combos. Yes. 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 I have never tried them. You have never tried a combo? No, I've never tried them. Well, I'm bringing a Big Mac and some combos. Okay, let's ne- do next, it. Next time we do the uh, podcast. Okay. Done. This, this one's coming straight from uh, Artie Sequera, a text message. Um, it's a popular frozen food. 
are they going to be able to use in their chop basket those crispy potato nuggets? Uh, the um, what's this hash browns? Uh, close. They're smaller than uh, the uh, the tater tots. Tater tots. Which why can't that's a brand? That's what you can't so. say. You can I, say tater tots. I know that tots. that's one that we you have can't? been on set that, and we can't say. So that's really, really interesting. Um, Maybe somebody is. I mean, yeah. Okay, last two. Last yes. two. By the yes. way, you're batting like 800 right now. Woohoo! You're, you're doing. Which I'm good. assuming is good because um, I have no idea about baseball, cricket. Yes. Oh, cricket! <laughs> All I know about cricket is like a game takes like four days. Oh, that's like that's that. a four-day series. You do have like. Uh, so it's not every game. No, it's not every game. It's like it's like a four-day series when it takes four days. I love sports. Yeah. Can we do just one separate podcast that's just oh you my God. teaching me the rules cricket? of cricket? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. We'll actually we should what we should do is we should meet up in um, Louisville because okay. Louisville has an entire uh, so one of these like legends uh, Sunil Gavaskar uh, of cricket he just inaugurated a cricket uh, field okay. in Louisville so mm. let's meet over there we can talk about bourbon and we can eat around and talk about cricket I love that okay. and like, Louisville's known for like the invention of the yes. baseball bat yes. what do they call the cricket bat it's not a bat it's, 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 a, a, it's a bat is it, is it a bat it's a bat okay. yeah absolutely you know I love the helmet I honestly was going to buy a cricket uh, helmet a helmet oh my god that's Hilarious. If you're at bat, are you a batter? If you're at bat, you are. Okay. So then they are the the the, the bowlers, and then they are the runners, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. The only thing that I know, uh, have you ever? Uh, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Okay, so, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes, where they play this game, yes. this, um, this fictitious game called Absolutely. Whack Bat. Exactly, but it's basically it cricket is cricket with That's pine cones on yes. fire. Absolutely. I think is the difference. Absolutely. All right, um, Manit Chohan, are they going to be able to use those chocolate cream filled cookies? Uh, Oreos. No, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, Oreos, yeah. yes. Chocolate, cream-filled. Cream-filled cookies. Crushed it. Oh, God. Um, what about that Japanese mayo, chef? Uh, what's that called? Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. It's got a baby yes. on the squeezy Oh, my God. Of it. Oh. Uh, every one yes, of them. Yes, I know. Chefs love it. That's, must, chefs you, love it. I use you it. You have probably eaten so of this I one ingredient. Do. Japanese mayo. Oh, my God. What is it called? Uh, I know what it is. I even see the bottle in front of me. It's a red lid. Yes, it's I mean I know the bottle. bottle. There's a baby rubbing his belly on what the bottle. Is it called. All right, you're gonna be, you're gonna kick yourself when I say yes, it. Yes, I will. QP. QP. Ah, yes. QP. Which is crazy for Charleston food and wine. We did a uh, um, garden and gun did this. Uh, they, they're like first we did a bourbon tasting and then we did a mayo tasting, mm-hmm. right? And wow. then yeah, I it like was that. very, it was, it was, it was oh, wait, tough. Bourbon and mayo. There had to be some ham in there as well. Then right? no, 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 no. First okay. we did the bourbon, then we did the mayo. Not together. No, and, and it would have been. It right, would have been. Had to be some bread or something. No, just there, mayo. And, there was some bread on the side, but uh, but I was like, no, I'll just eat mayo. And that was. Yeah. Nashville? It was uh, in uh, Charleston. Oh, Charleston. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Is Nashville the new Brooklyn? I feel like it's it's or is it is it even past the point? It's not now. It's becoming a little bit corporatized. Nashville is the original Nashville. Oh, Nashville yeah. is the first place. See, that's careful because you yeah. kind of split your time between <laughs> two cities. Uh, last one for the yes. end of the game. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's Hawaiian canned ham. Oh my God! Spam. Boom. <laughs> Mini Chohan, killing the game. Yes! It's Greek to her. Yes. Uh, first time and maybe the last time we'll ever play that game. Okay, there'll be there'll be new games next time. Yes, you're yes. awesome. We're, we're, you want to do another episode? Oh, please. Maybe we'll do. I'm just. We're I just do want the move. cricket episode. Yes, let's do the cricket episode, we're, and then we'll do India episode. I was going to say India could I'll be India could be it's yeah. Not much. India could be uh, like it could be a series because it's so fun. Each and every state in India has a very distinct cuisine of its own, so, and I am uh, I'm actually trying to figure out if. Um, I can work with the tourism department and take chefs over there because so many people have told me they're like, we really want to go to India. And oh, it's yes. so different from like, it's a sensory overload. And we talk about it on this podcast all the time because of my fascination and, and love affair with the food. Right. Why hasn't it popped in the fast casual space? Like, why hasn't it tipped into the, you know, billion dollar con? Well, you're getting Maybe ready they're to do waiting it. for me. You're getting ready to do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you're going to, you sh- I mean, you could be the one. Uh, I because, hope so. Because to me, again, just from the 30,000 uh, foot view, it's got all the things that make that uh, a fast casual concept work. It it's got lots needs, of vegetables. It's yeah. got beautiful spices. spices. 
and you can roll things up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's, I mean, and it's got, it's all, it's got condiments. It's got all these beautiful things. It does. It does. I think, I think we need to just figure out what the right combination is. I, I don't think we've cracked the code yet mm-hmm. because like whenever we think of Indian, like at Chohan, what we do, this is, it's more elaborate, right? They're like these composed dishes. And then you go to Chatable, which is street Indian, right? right? So um, I think it needs to be very, um, it needs to be approachable. Um, at Chohan, we've tried to do like we've done chicken tikka poutine, right? Or people, um, or lamb kima nachos, so right? right? We can yeah. walk right. downstairs <laughs> right. after this. But um, the idea was because we weren't sure that how people in Nashville would react to Indian food. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and the reaction has been tremendous. But to get people to come in, uh, we, we were like, okay, when they would, we've never had Indian food. Great. Why don't you try our nachos? Right. And then they would try the nachos and it's got tamarind chutney and it's got kuchumbur and it's got lamb kima and everybody's like, huh? Yeah. I feel like the, the Indian condiment game is the gateway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and not to be too basic, even though I'm doing a, a, a project called Richard Blaze's Basic uh, AF. Um, but it's like, like, like the whole idea of a yogurt sauce and mango chutney and cilantro chutney, like... Tamarind, you can just, yeah. You can just like the entire, you can touch the entire gamut with just chutneys. And you put it on and then you you, you put the food with like something that's very um, understandable like nachos. And that's how you get people. And then the next thing they come back, maybe it's something something more authentic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this menu is, I mean, there's a complete authentic uh, part. Uh, we have the, the tandoor, we've got the kebabs, but then we've got our signature dishes, which is where we as, you know, the entire team, we, we have fun. I mean, we put bone marrow. I mean, we've got, we've got steak on our menu, which yeah. we cook in our tandoor. And right. I mean, it's like sacrilege, but we do it. So when, I'm just curious, when you, so like I mean, someone who's never really cooked with a tandoor, do you, do you cook it on the side of the, of the steak? No, the we, put okay. the, we put it there's in the, we put it in the skewers and throw skewers. it in the, oh, yeah. So it's like it's uh, it's dry heat from all around, mm-hmm. and then it's and so that's why it keeps the meat so juicy. Mm. Yeah. What's the most common misconception about Indian food? In curry, that, curry that's, powder. That's all that is all. Oh, curry powder. Curry powder. Yes. Oh God, it just makes my blood boil. That word curry mm-hmm. powder. There's nothing. There's nothing known as curry powder in traditional Indian cooking. Right. It is. Uh, Blend of spices, which I do not have a problem with because mm-hmm. garam masala is a blend and tandoori masala is a blend. But over the years, it's been bastardized so much that suddenly like I'm tasting a curry a powder blend and there is celery seeds in it, which traditionally is not a spice used in Indian cooking. Right. So it just, everybody just takes a very, and then, and then they call it Indian food. Yeah. At this point, if it's yellow or red, yes. it's, cur- it's curry. It's Indian food. It's curry. <laughs> It's curry. Right. And curry, like the word curry literally means a sauce mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in India. And so when I came over here and they're like, oh, curry, I am allergic to curry. I'm allergic to curry powder. I'm like, great. So am I. Because, yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing known as curry powder. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. End of the podcast. I'm, we got to hang out more. I know you Absolutely. Uh, we do this thing called 86. It's 86. So one thing in the world that you want to 86, it can be serious or not. It could be the word curry. It could be Richard Blaze coming back in the restaurant. It could be something like that. Artificial truffle oil. Oh, okay. Take it and throw See? it the f*** out. See? Like, now, seriously. Listen, if you're competing on Chop this upcoming week. Yes, do I mean, not. it's on set. No. Don't make the no, truffle no, no. oil poutine. No, no, no. With mozzarella. No, no, no. And <laughs> absolutely uh, not. You know, some melted skittles. Oh my! Oh, oh god! That's disgusting. Someone has tried to melt skittles. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there have been people who've blended ham. There have been people who've blended Why like. Can't you throw in a blender? I mate? swear to God. I mean, uh, I wish. I wish there were a lot of things that weren't thrown in the blender. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. So we're getting rid of the truffle oil. I have to be, I have a confession. I don't mind it. Oh. But, not, still going but not artificial. Not artificial. Yes, no. exactly. Throw, to me. Throw a little piece no, of No, 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 no. To me, it's the artificial truffle oil because there are so many, there's so many flavors which, which people have figured out the artificial crack, mm-hmm. which has worked. Right. Like, like Cheetos, right? Cheetos yeah. doesn't have like real cheese. It's artificial cheese, but they have figured Don't out the crack. Don't tell my eight-year-old though. Oh my She's God. like Cheeto fanatic. I know. My, so are mine. So am I. 
orange right? corn puffs. It's like orange corn. <laughs> like I literally, I walk around with orange fingers. Like even on the sets at the crafty, as soon as I see oh. Cheetos, they're like, Manit, don't. Mm. I'm like, no, this is You fine. don't touch crafty. This is, I do. No, I do. It's the Cheetos. It's the it's Cheetos. orange and a banana and exactly. maybe one Cheeto. Exactly. Uh, you, you know Jackie, right? Yeah. Uh, HMU? Yeah, of course. Um, I was doing a show and I literally went up and I picked up Cheetos and she was talking, she was running her business in, you know, yeah. uh, in her Africa and she's on Africa. the phone and, and she's like, she's talking. Like, I didn't even think that she noticed me. She just comes up, she takes the Cheetos from my hand, puts an orange and just walks away. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> but that's it. She's like, no, no Cheetos for you, my dear. Eat an orange, that's, that's healthier. You need, listen, that's where yeah. you get the real love, I know. HMU. I know. They're like, this is what it is. Not only do they make you look good, they, they also make sure that you are healthy. That's the so love. That is, that's the love. Speaking the love. of love, Manit Chauhan, thank you so oh much for hanging thank out with us. Thank you so much. You're going to film your 150, 200th episode of Chopped. Your restaurants are awesome here in Nashville. Thank You're getting you. ready to work on another book. How many yes. books do you have? Uh, this will be the second one. Where, where can people find you on the, on the social media? Uh, uh, at Manit Chauhan. All across. Johan, all across all, all platforms. across all platforms you're awesome everyone do us a favor jump on over to iTunes and give us a subscription this episode was awesome uh, so why don't you tell us about it and uh, subscribe and do all of those things it helps the algorithm and it keeps us recording awesome podcasts and being able to convince people like me it took an, a year to convince you no it didn't no it didn't to be on this podcast <laughs> head on over there and hit subscribe thank you so much and until next week stay hungry Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blades. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors who make this all possible. Aquapana. To find Aquapana in your area, visit Aquapana.com slash US. And TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience. Thanks a lot, everyone. Until next week, stay hungry.